You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Tina Amini. Hello. Justin Davis. Scoop. And Sam Claiborne. So that was a rehearsal. <laughs> it was. That's... <laughs> it, it was actually all for you, was. Sam. <laughs> it actually right. was. So we rehearsal. had a false start to this, and I made a rehearsal joke, and then it turned yeah. out that that was actually yeah, that's the rehearsal. exactly right. All right. Okay. But we do have a great show for you this week. Big, big show for you this week. We're going to talk about uh, games Nintendo announced today. We're going to talk about games we're playing, which includes the recently 10 out of 10 Splunky 2 for my part. But first, biggest news of the week, of course, uh, everything that Sony announced yesterday, we finally have price, release date, and then uh, pre-orders sort of clumsily went live last night and caused mass hysteria nationwide. Um, PlayStation 5 is out November 12th. Two days after Xbox Series, the full version is $500. Digital version is $400. I believe we all got our pre-orders secured. I got a disc version from Amazon. Uh, reason being because I have to play all my special edition Blu-rays. Uh, where did everyone else? I know, Sam, you got one from like... Real uh, need. You got one from Walmart, Target, Best Buy, and GameStop. Is that right? Yeah, we, we have to kind of like crowdsource extra stuff because we capture a lot of gameplay at work and stuff like yeah. that. And and so we just need extra systems around. And so we, we usually do a little bulk order like that. But I did get a bunch of them. Uh, the digital ones are really hard to get. And yeah. I think people want them too. We ran a poll today that said about uh, uh, 30% of people still haven't got the system they wanted to order. And, uh, and and a, a bunch of those people said that they wanted a digital one. I thought that was pretty cool. But we suspect there's very few out there, right, Justin? Yeah, uh, uh, the IGN deals data shows us that there's about 1% as many digital editions 
as there are uh, what? Full, what? full on. What? 1%? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's so crazy. So, you know, this is only based off, we can only see like people that clicked on IG and deals links and then bought one. And so there's, it's just possible that none of our readers in particular want the digital edition, but I don't think that's the case because, hmm. um, because they all sold out. They all sold out in like 20 minutes. So it's this mad rush to pre-order the consoles. And then when the dust had settled, we had sold 100 times more disc consoles. And so I think that Sony is just making wow. like beyond few of them. And this is just my speculation, but like, I bet the story is going to emerge as the weeks go on that that digital edition is like very scarce and not very common. The only thing we officially know is that they mentioned, or Jim Ryan mentioned in an interview, that they were producing more um, for launch for the PS5 than they did for the PS4. And I think that was in response to, there was a rumor uh, out there that there would be fewer than there were for the PS4, or that there would be production issues. So I think they were mm -hmm. trying to just kind of, you know, PR their way out of that one. Yeah, but yeah. Even, even before that Bloomberg report this week... Sony itself, you know, launched its mysterious own direct pre-order program and said that uh, pre-orders were going to be very scarce. So like that was that's also why people are sort of assuming it's going to be hard to find. And if people are following that, that's still the people are getting emails about that direct purchase from Sony still. Yes. But like we've kind of run through all the retailers that could even have pre-orders, although Justin just got a scoop. That Target just put up some more pre-orders just now, so maybe yeah, if you're more. if you're somehow watching this show live, <laughs> go, go pre-order the Target. Red. Our producer Red just went out and grabbed. <laughs> um, yeah, the pre-orders are such a mess, and Sony Sony said like they're like, and pre-orders open tomorrow, and then Walmart mm -hmm. said, no, 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 pre-orders open right now, <laughs> and then uh, after Walmart did that, then the dominoes started to fall. Uh, yeah. Target came online, and Best Buy came online, and. Best Buy site now 24 hours later is still wrecked. You still just yeah. can't go to bestbuy.com. Like um, some of this is uh, some of this is Sony's fault, in my opinion, for not being more organized and buttoned up on like, here's the date and time for pre-orders. Like yeah. everyone just relax. Um, but some of this is also like interest and hype for the PS5 is unprecedented. Like I've never seen a console that like has had more pre-launch hype and interest than, than the PS5. So um, I think some of these retailer websites and downtime and stuff would have happened no matter what. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's usually the way things go. And I'm very curious, what is it for, for the Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S? They're going up on September 22nd, I believe, yep. is the date. And they gave a time and at 8 a.m. Oh, did they I finally know. reveal the time? Yeah, they revealed the time <laughs> today. That's good. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, know why, I don't know why at the end of their show yesterday, they couldn't have said, you know, pre-orders go live tomorrow at 10 a.m. At the very least. Like, right? Because everybody would have ignored them. Well, maybe <laughs> no. I mean, that's... Maybe that maybe um, Walmart is so pissed off that they're selling a <laughs> digital console that they are not going to be able to sell more games for. Maybe but that's I just don't get like F there's they're so supply constrained. Like they're going to sell out. They're going to sell yeah. out in a few minutes. So why like what the, what's the jockeying to like go first? Like ha ha ha. We want people pre-ordering from us, not our arch rival Target. It's like well no like you're going to sell every single PS5 you get your hands on. So like mm. why make it this big fire drill? So now we know. We know everything. Cards are on the table. Uh, Xbox Series out November 10th, $500 and $300 for the Series S. Two days later, PS5 is out, $500, $400 for the digital version. Uh, what do we think? Who has the better deal? Microsoft uh, supposedly has the more uh, powerful console, but PS5 has the games. 
we still don't know. We still don't have launch lineups. Like for, we for know every, a lot about PS5s. Yeah, but still, we still don't have like, yes, here are all the day one games. We still don't have that. Um, but, you know, we, we clearly do know much more. Um, it's just I, nothing's I been straightforward. That's what it is. Yeah, I think on on launch day, we're all just going to be playing Cyberpunk. So like the Xbox is going to make it look a little bit better. That's all you need to care about. Probably not that much better because it's just like a up res situation. And, you know, like it's just not. It's not going to be that much different. I will say if I'm going to play a game on launch day that's exclusive, it's going to be Spider-Man. I mean, that's that's a big difference, right? Is that there is a game that I definitely want to play that's locked to Sony and Xbox doesn't have anything like that. I actually was really impressed with the the Miles Morales demo uh, yesterday. What did you guys yeah. think? Definitely, it, it felt um, the the scene that they picked too felt like yeah, this is going to be the scene that will really let us show off the the quality of um, this game of a PS5 game in particular. Like the street festival that they were walking through was just so colorful. There's lights mm-hmm. everywhere. They were walking really slow. I'm pretty sure it was like some sort of guided scene or cutscene, but they were you know walking really slowly against it so you can take the time to take everything in and really appreciate it. Um, definitely uh, outside of just how pretty it looks also really excited to play and go back into that Spider-Man world. Um, Mm -hmm. if you watched our post show, uh, Janet, one of our writers brought up a good point, which was, it's not a difficult game. Like Spider-Man was not a difficult game that necessarily would challenge you or anything. It just, it's about the gracefulness of the combat and how much fun it is to just tackle enemies, um, in that way. And so this just gives you more, uh, more interesting combos to, to chain together just because you have additional oh. new moves. So mm-hmm. it's just Spider-Man plus more. Yeah. It's funny. It, you know, it's a, it's a fight on a bridge, which is the same way that Avengers was first shown off. But I just feel like Miles Morales looks so much better than Avengers. Yeah, it really does. Well, Avengers um, had the whole character model say, problem initially too, so that doesn't yeah. help. Well, I mean, yeah, Spider-Man gets away with a lot not having it had to have a face uh, <laughs> unless he's at a cutscene, like, kind of like Iron Man. Iron Man looks pretty good in the Avengers. Um, uh, the, uh, um, uh, the I should mention that you can play Spider-Man on a PS4 at launch, so I guess that's, that's true. Still not a PS5 exclusive, so scratch yeah. that. Yeah, that was and kind we, of a strange oh, move. Oh boy. We actually, we still, I mean, you know, there's still time. There's a couple months between now and launch, but we still don't know that much about the game. Um, you know, they were sort of like, they were unclear or um, a little cagey in the beginning about like, is this a full on sequel or just like, you know, expanded DLC? And um, then they're like, no, 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 it's a full size, you know, adventure starring Miles Morales. But I, the game is $50. Yeah, and, and PS PS five games are seventy dollars. They're not sixty dollars yeah. games. First party PS five games, so mm. it's twenty bucks cheaper than you know what they're trying to price like you know Sackboy's Big Adventure at and mm. other first party PS five games. So, like, look, Spider Man is going to be my launch game. I'm going to play it. I'm going to love it. But I I don't think it's Spider Man two. Like, I think it's a yeah, little no. bit smaller thing, right? Like yeah. they're pricing it like it's a little bit smaller thing. So I kind of just want to know exactly what it is. Um, we also found out that Demon Souls, uh, the remake is a launch title. And, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about how, uh, we, the people on this show are not huge Souls fans. Uh, but I but think I'm really I, jealous of Souls fans. It looks, I mean, it looks really cool, right? Like I love mm-hmm. the world building and the creatures. It looks so awesome. I think before this is even announced, I was talking about this, but, uh, I like, th- there's a cool Souls game every year. It's like it's like I'm a Castlevania yeah. fan. Give me a 2D Castlevania every year. But no, everybody gets like a cool Souls game every year and like Souls games. Ah, and now if you like Monster Hunter games, you get two today. 
<laughs> I don't like Monster Hunter games, but I'm really happy for you. Really happy for you, everybody. Yeah. Real we'll quick, talk about on the that. topic of Demon Souls, uh, that was yet another weird, confusing moment in that Sony conference because oh, yeah. both for Demon Souls and for Final Fantasy 16, they were announced as exclusive console launch with mm-hmm. an asterisk and fine print at the bottom that said it was available on PC as well. And then when mm-hmm. they dropped the official trailers, they scrubbed that and mm-hmm. changed that uh, screen card and just had like removed the PC issue. So we actually, the PC mentioned. So we actually went in and had to do another news story that said that it just mysteriously was scrubbed and that there was an official comment, at least um, from Capcom to say that, you know, they weren't announcing any PC uh, or any other platform than the PS5 at that point. So who the hell knows what's well, going on, on with that? It wouldn't be from Capcom. I think there was That's another game as well because I remember Devil May Cry Five Special Edition or um, Resident Evil Village. Yeah, yeah it, I I can't remember which one had the PC mention on it, but that was mm-hmm. one of the companies that we actually got comment for. So it was just a yeah. weird mess of of errors yeah. on someone's part or a decision to reset the marketing wheel and potentially announce things later down the line to keep the focus on the ps5 it just seemed very weird timed exclusives could be exactly what that is and like that shouldn't be protected information unless somebody notices at the last minute like whoa it'd look better if we just didn't tell people that for now like that's true right like you know like it's still an exclusive for six months or whatever like that'd be really good to have that exclusive but just telling people that it's an exclusive has more power for right now so i guess look, yeah. they just want to control it that way i think um I think Demon Souls, by the way, looks unbelievable. Like right? to me, it looks like I think it's one of the very first games I've seen where I'm like, man, I am not confident that like this could be running on like a PS4. Um, yeah, it looks really next gen, and like you know, the game's old, right? Like it's it's a much more thorough and in depth remake than I think I was expecting. I was really impressed. Yeah. I'll give it a shot for for nothing else, just to sort of enjoy the the visuals for a bit because it looks really really nice. Um, you mentioned Capcom. There also was a new trailer for Resident Evil Village, which actually didn't do anything for me. What? Really? Oh, we got some sound here. We got some sound in this one. You thought it was cool? Uh, this one, I mean, yeah, I, I, I love Resident cool. Evil. I'll totally play this one, but this trailer didn't do anything for me. Really? I thought the, the, the stuff where they showed like the spooky basement and stuff like that, like showed the environments that you're going to be exploring. And it looks like it, they're doing it as a as like a, a place to explore that's like a mansion, but just expanded out to a village, which I think is so clever. It's like the first part of Resident Evil 4 is yeah. so amazing. I and mean, you kind of backtrack in that part and everything, and that's what I get from it. Um, but I am, you know, I do prefer third person for my Resident Evil games, but hopefully this will be good in that sense. Yeah, I'm totally excited for the game. It's just this trailer in particular didn't do much for me but i do have to give a shout out to our producer red who's pulling up all this b-roll right now we i I did not brief him ahead of time i don't know how he has all the perfect b-roll just ready to go and how weird is it that it has those playful little claymation segments as like memories or something and yeah that also didn't really work for me because it just doesn't look like resident evil i know it's like a it's a narrative yeah technique i'm gonna have to try and throw some curveballs to red see if he can bring up some Einhand or Arrival School. Like Harry Potter RPG? Were you planning on mentioning that one? Oh, yeah, we need to mention that one. That one was a total surprise to me. I was not expecting to see that. I mean, we, we, oh, yeah. we've known for a long time that that was coming. I didn't know that yesterday's Sony event was going to be the place for that. It's an, That's another game that looked way more impressive. Like, the trailer sold me found it. it. Like, I was, I was not into it. Like, wasn't really an, anticipating it or uh, hyped for it. And then the trailer won me over. I'm like, yes. I would like a Harry Potter open world <laughs> RPG, please. 
yeah, I thought it looked really nice. I'm not, not, I'm not much of a Harry Potter fan, um, but it looks like it's, it's, it's its own thing. It's not like directly tied into the characters of the books and movies. Like there's no Harry Potter in the trailer, right? So I do want to point out, by the way, as someone that works on IGN's SEO, that Harry Potter is nowhere in like that's not the branding or the name of the game. But like, yeah. I, I always feel a little bit bad for these companies that have these branding problems. Where like Harry Potter has become the name for yeah. all like the Hogwarts and Wizarding World stuff, even though it's not. You know, what's I, I actually can't even remember what the actual name of the game is. Hogwarts Legacy. Legacy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're trying their best to like, no, 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 this world exists outside of this one wizard boy. But everyone still knows it as Harry Potter RPG, which is the only way to really know like what kind of game it is. So I'm very curious, is it going to be like, you know, a persona, like high school sim, but with battling kind of experience, um, how much of the RPG is actually in it? I sort of would love like a, it, it feels like just given the, that you have a whole roster of different magical abilities instead of, I forgot what the other Harry Potter game was, but you had to like kind of. Um, input a specific way of to to actually perform a spell. Um, so instead of that, I would kind of love like a turn based, more strategy style game. So you can pick like what is the actual best response to this creature or whatever else. Not um, Sam. In this scenario. This is Sam is not interested in taking turns. Uh, I'm not interested in Harry Potter either. So this is hard <laughs> mode for me. But uh, I really liked the. Um, uh, well, Tina was talking. She's like, I don't know what the gameplay will be like. If it's like that Pegasus flying over that peninsula, that looked amazing. That's as the exact that, shot. That's the exact yeah. shot where I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So if it, the open world stuff that we know about this, like that's a that's a cool thing. Like if it's a really cool. And then they also show that wall where there's like some puzzle being solved yep. and there's that like wavy bricks going on. Like I don't mind any of that. Like I'll play, you know, The Witcher with little wizard children in it. That's fine. <laughs> like I, I'm totally into that. But uh, the school stuff and then the names of the spells and everything, I just, I, I'm not into it. <laughs> but you wouldn't know. You haven't seen the movies or read the books yet. Oh, I've, I've been adjacent. <laughs> I think I've seen a couple of the movies. Exposed. I've well, seen I mean, I have seen a couple too. of movies. Yeah. The movies are, they start out bad, they get better and then get, or they're kind of bad again at the end. In my humble opinion. Like um, just the individual movies? <laughs> Or yeah. you mean the arc? Because of the there's different directors, you know, directing all of them. Oh, I see. Some directors are better than others, you know. Yeah. Also, today they felt the need to clarify that J.K. Rowling would not be associated, although we don't know like what that actually means in yeah, practice. Yeah, not directly associated. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Do you think How that wild. has something to do with the titling of Harry Potter also not being it? Like now it's in licensing, where it's like maybe. I mean, they clearly have the rights, but you know, what would a headline or what would a title make a difference? Yeah, it's also yeah. the. 2020 news being what it is it's the exact opposite of normally you want to trump it up like oh the original creator is deeply involved and we're saying they're like yeah. no 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 we're no. We're, <laughs> we're doing our own thing no, not on this one not on this one <laughs> wait tina you didn't even are you hyped for this game like as a game and you you like harry potter it depends so. yeah i love harry potter um have devoured all the the books and movies but um and did a rewatch in the pandemic it was very enjoyable highly recommend uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I would need to see what the game is. Like that, mm. that previous Harry Potter game that I forget the name of was very kiddish. And so I would want it proved out that it would be like an RPG of the level that, um, we're kind of accustomed to where you can actually build up your own character and mm -hmm. have meaningful, uh, quests that you go on a meaningful overall storyline, um, what the mechanics of that is. So it's a lot remains unknown, but we do know it as Harry Potter RPG. So there is that. I love the games that that grow up with fandom. And so like, you know, now when we play a Star Wars game, it's like it's there's games just just for adults. But when I was a kid, Star Wars games were like they're for little kids. 
you know, and, and, and as know. you grow Star up, Wars on NES is pretty hard. Yeah, but that's for little kids because they're <laughs> stupid and you can sit them in front of it and they won't buy another game for like six months, right? Yeah. yeah um, so uh, uh, I, I think it's really cool to see that. And like, I hope that the understanding about Harry Potter now is that the, the fandom is adults and they play video games and that this could be directed at them. Well, it's kind of like Toy Story, how, you know, some people grew up as the main characters grow up. So mm-hmm. it's kind of yeah. emulates that similar feeling. Uh, what about Final Fantasy 16? Surprise too. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, we, there were rumors that that was happening leading into the uh, show. I didn't, I, I didn't think it was going to happen, but so I was very surprised to see it. I like that it's uh, a darker entry in Final Fantasy than we've seen recently. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that tween that you seem to be sort of like guarding, and like that's that's what the story seems to revolve around. Not so sure about him. Oh, the oh the tween. Okay, well he gets like blood splattered all over his face at one point in the trailer. Yeah, it's just kids like in that age is like hard to do in a way that's not grading in a video game. But um, yeah. no, I mean like I, I, it's a controversial opinion. I really really loved Final Fantasy 15. I continue to believe yeah. that this franchise is one of the preeminent video game franchises, and like it's been a long time. Like I'm still sort of soaking in like oh man, like Final Fantasy 16 is real and it's coming. Love it. It's medieval again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know it has other aspects of technology like Final Fantasy always does, but it doesn't have a, a convertible with boys going on a trip in it. And that's cool. Don't do they alternate? I don't know enough about the Final Fantasies after six. Um, alternate do what? They, do, they, do they do like tech and then retro no. and then tech and then retro? No, not literally. Like, like, isn't nine like an old school one? Nine it's is more old medieval. School. Yeah. Yeah. Nine and 12 are old school. They don't literally alternate, but um, close to it. Seven and yeah. eight are modern. Ten is modern. Yeah, but this has modern. swords and chocobos, which is cool. Yeah, I like that. It, it looks like it takes itself very seriously. Unlike yes. again, unlike fifteen. I think the action combat looks really cool. I like. I, people couldn't tell if I was being sarcastic on Twitter. I'm like, I really like that Final Fantasy has action combat now, and people are like, <laughs> Are you making a joke? And I'm like, No, I thought I thought fifteen's combat system was really really great, and like this feels like it's sort of an evolution of that. Like, yeah, I'm I'm really really excited to learn more. I love Seven's combat. Like it took it took days to figure it out. And then after I figured it out, I was like, OK, I get it now. And I really liked it. <laughs> seven More remake. 15. Seven remake. Exactly. Which will come first. Seven remake part <laughs> two or point. 16. Shouldn't they be working on part two first? <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> it's it's a you know final fantasy 14 is sort of a, particularly in this office but also on the brighter inter- wider internet has a reputation it's like it's secretly the best final fantasy story like it's grown and evolved into this really really amazing narrative experience and like that game director is one of the ones um you know leading up 16 um so it's you know that bodes well for it um i think it's going to be i don't know i i think it's going to be a return to form Although I hate to call it that because I actually did really like 15. Um, I mean, how dare you? Final Fantasy 1 is about the four warriors of light that have to go <laughs> kill four things. And then they come back and the original boss that you first fought is the final boss. What a spoilers. twist. Yeah, yeah spoilers, well, there's Garland, is I, that his name? Yeah, it's Garland. Good work. Uh, I played it, not too, played it not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Deathloop is a game I continue to be interested in and still not exactly sure what it's all about or how it works. I mean, yep. I mean, so I love roguelike games. That's no secret. This seems to be kind of like that. 
you you have cert, like eight people you have to assassinate, but they also have their own like grunts that you have to go through. And I, I imagine the levels, it's like remixed each time you play so that they're in different locations maybe. And then the twist is that there's another player that's just trying to assassinate you. Uh, does anybody have any more insight into it? Well, the thing that really, yeah, I'm the same as you. I think it's super confusing. But um, the trailer actually does talk about how it sounds like one of the game's sort of main conceits is that it's Hitman-esque in the sense that, like, you can really deeply change and affect someone's routine and, like, the pattern of, like, um, if you do this one thing on one part of the island, then a character will be in a completely different part later in the loop, right? And so it's, like, it's almost puzzle-ish in the sense of, like, you're trying to get these characters all into one place to make your loot more efficient and faster and evade the other human is the takeaway that I got from it. Where like you, you seem to have a lot of control over where characters do and what they do by affecting, by making changes in the game world. Like, Oh, what was that isometric game? I'm never going to remember it, but there was another game recently, a puzzle game that had like a very similar mechanic Hmm. where you were going through a time loop and then you could, kill someone early and then they just wouldn't be later in that time loop and it would affect it would change it would ripple out and affect the whole thing that's what it sounds like death loops doing which is rad yeah i basically have just interpreted it as one of those um round based games yeah uh, and then has that kind of like left for dead quality to it where you can take on the role of the agent that's going after you if you play in a multiplayer way so it's just one of those like rinse repeat trial and error perfect each round as it changes player locations and whatnot or npc locations mm-hmm. it looks I'd, very stylish I'd, and fun though i'd play the harry potter game before that game <laughs> why <laughs> why i like how you took that as like the giant insult it's not an insult it's just like i i i'm, I'm curious as to why like why you them. look at that game and you're like ah, no thanks because i don't I like match-based games i don't that i think i like taking my time and relaxing and exploring like a fantasy world i don't like Hopping in and frantically yelling at my friends. It's not well, fun for me anymore. You don't, to have to, you don't have to play Deathloop with your friends. Deathloop is Arcane, right? Who's like yeah. one of the absolute uh, best. Dishonored. Yeah, one of the best video game studios out there right now. And you it can see like that they're... Dishonored in there too, if, if you can yeah. really manipulate people. Because Dishonored had that that situation where you could like mess with somebody in some way at the beginning of a level, and then like you know it it play out in some scenario later in the level. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. So you know, seeing a studio that's deeply talented and it's you know has really never made a dud, and now they're trying something really interesting and unique and out there. Like you know whether it works or not is TBD, but like I'm excited to see that that this exists. Uh, and finally, we have to touch on God of War Ragnarok coming next year. Crazy. Um, and I guess what the the first the original the yeah the God of War twenty it was twenty eighteen right. Mm. Uh, so it'll be like three years ish uh, to turn that game around. It's pretty good. That's sooner than I thought it would be ready. Yeah, I was gonna say like three years used to be a long time, but now it's sort of like fast for a big yeah. narrative. You know, yeah, for like the triplest of the triple A's. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, it could be 50 bucks and have like just a slightly, you know, <laughs> different main character and then, you know, but a really good story sure, that know. people like. We don't know. We have a logo or something. Yeah. <laughs> or something is right. <laughs> don't we don't have a name. A logo? <laughs> even yeah. the trailer, it didn't even say God of War. It just said Ragnarok. And you had to like be like, oh, yeah, those are the runes. And yeah, that's the symbol. That, that's that gruffy voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so really funny. So it's um, the same game, but a new boy, different boy. So that'll be um, that'll be a, a major first party 
Sony game in the first you know year or just right after the first year of PS5, right? But there's also Horizon Forbidden West. And then Horizon also. So it looks already like the first, like those, everything gets delayed, right? And if those didn't get delayed, those are like two pretty huge launch launch year games. Yeah. That's that's pretty unusual. That's not even counting Ratchet and Clank, which is launch window, which could mean, you know, first quarter of 2021. So it's like Mm -hmm. all these games are coming out within the first year of PS5's life. That's off to a really good start. Super cool. We have Miles Morales at launch, and then, you know, maybe Ratchet and Clank in December, maybe January, February. And then is it Horizon next? And then, yeah, probably... I would think that would be strange. I think they're both just 2021, but yeah. Yeah. yeah and but, then God of War seems like their their big fall yeah. game. Yeah, big fall game. And then after that, it gets fuzzier. Yeah, that's a very impressive year one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Now that we know the price and release date for PlayStation 5, we put out a call to Scoop Nation to submit a video comment. We wanted to know what, uh, we wanted your reactions on the price, and uh, we've collected a couple of them here. Red, roll our first one, which is from our friend Christian Ledbetter. Oh, thought you were going to. Ouch. Actually, my first thought when I first saw the PlayStation 5 price was that's not too bad, actually. But then I realized I was looking at the American price, so I took a quick squiz at the Australian retail, and uh, <laughs> I do want this console, but uh, I might be waiting for the full edition to tickle 600 before I dive in. Wow, Christian's really selling his performance there. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a delightfully like, Australian response. I like that one. So he I'm going to look up, did you look up the price in Australia? I'm going to look it up. No, he took a quick always... squiz. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure you're allowed to repeat that? I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, um, there's, there's a long, long history of people in the UK and Australia and Canada just getting completely hosed by, you know, exchange rates, and they just make everything $100 more in those territories arbitrarily. It's 750 Australian dollars. And then it's so like, what does that work out to for uh, Like, how would that convert? Doing the math, convert? calculating. 548 United States dollars. But remember, yeah, so they, okay. they still have to use those dollars there. What does that they mean? They can't just get five, they can't just get fewer. Because when you're in that economy, that means that your your dollar, you know, yeah. inflated to that at some point and yeah. you didn't get raises to, you know, accommodate it. Hmm. So even, really yeah, even, even not accounting for like the buying power of that dollar. Like even that aside, it's just ten percent more expensive for for no reason at all, just yeah. because. Yeah, just based on where you live. That's too bad. Um, okay, we have one more video response from Lee Francis. It's very relaxed, the I believe. Price reveal has just blown it out of the water. You've price matched <laughs> Xbox after all that talk that you weren't going to be able to. You have then gone and put your digital version that everybody said wouldn't be any cheaper than about fifty quid. And it was actually ninety pounds cheaper than the one with a disk drive, a hundred and ten pounds more than the Xbox Series S, which I think it's. I'm I'm an Xbox fanboy, but it just seems like a no brainer to pay the hundred and ten pound more and stick with all your exclusives that you've got on PlayStation. Bravo, PlayStation. Bravo, PlayStation. Uh, Used quid and pounds. I know. I don't know the difference between quid and pounds. They're the same thing. <laughs> uh, was Lee wearing like a bathrobe? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> hey, 
<laughs> whatever you know i want people i want our listeners and viewers to be comfortable when they're consuming game scoop when they're taking a quick squiz i want them to be very comfortable uh, these uh responses are also a good reminder that scoop nation is an international community yeah good point let's move on off of playstation okay. onto nintendo uh, Nintendo held a little direct today. Third party direct announced a bunch of new games. Two, what? Two Monster Hunter games? Is that right, Sam? Yeah, one's a one's a uh, climate everything. Well, that's good. There, uh, I'll check it out then. But, yeah, so it, it's not only a climb everything, but they're like making it into a very vertical game. So like they showed like a a bunch of areas with, like really sharp peaks and climbs, and then like they can they show like a you on the back of a dog running up the side of a cliff. They show you climbing a cliff directly and using a grappling hook, but not only a grappling hook, using a grappling hook that grapples midair. So it has some cool traversal stuff. Grapples midair, what, like like Spider-Man's web? Yeah, like, you know, when you don't ever see it hit the top of a building because it's like just web everywhere. Um, It's just like that. Yeah, but I think it has like limited uses, but it looked really cool. It It looked like it had uh, uh, some Zelda inspiration there. And man, that's a huge Switch exclusive. Are both these Monster Hunter games Switch exclusives? The mainline one is for sure. I didn't look up the other one because it wasn't interesting. And they apparently like communicate with one another too. Like they yeah, they have some kind of connection. Yeah. So you got to buy both of them. Yeah. That's yeah. how they get you. That's the other how ones. They get you. The other ones a sequel to like a more of a, a story based Monster Hunter game. Um, but yeah, that main one looks like. I mean, again, like once I, I in, in five years, there's going to be a Dark Souls like that we all love, right? They're just they're they're getting watered down. I'm sorry, fans, <laughs> but they are, and, uh, and and they're gonna they're gonna find a way to to make them uh you know accessible, but still have that same loveliness that that people like about them. And I just think they're inaccessible right now. And so is Monster Hunter, the s- slow, rolly, sword and board combat just is such a bummer in those games for me. I don't know why. I'm just used to faster stuff, but I do like the uh, the the idea of hunting monsters. Yeah, I like that basic idea is monster hunter a a human versus other game yes Yes, it is yeah you do have cat companions and they're called palicos human 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 with other yeah and the new dogs are called (laughs) palamutes that's so good yeah cool Um, and yet you don't want to learn the harry potter names (laughs) no those are silly Um, I, there's a lot of people at IGN who love Monster Hunter World who I really respect, right? Like their opinion I hold in really high esteem. So I tried Monster Hunter World and was miserable. <laughs> well, I also tried it and I actually got a few hours of enjoyment out of it, but that game is really built for co-op and I was playing by myself. I didn't think and what, what turned me off is that the dinosaurs that you're hunting, they're just such, they're such damage sponges that just mm-hmm. takes like forever you're hacking at them for like an hour, you know, and then they yeah. they, they, they run away. They, they run away, and then you gotta go chase them down and hack yeah. them for another twenty minutes. Yeah, that's like I mean, the Dark Souls issue is that same. The loop is too long for me. Where it's like, yes, mm-hmm. the boss it has patterns. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, the boss has a huge, ridiculous set of life bars, multiple life <laughs> bars, right? And then if you die, you you are sent back so far and punished so yeah. much that it's like, okay, well, yes, yeah. you're supposed to go learn this boss, but you can't learn the boss. You got to do a bunch of BS to get back to it. Like, I just think that's like a dumb loop. Yeah. We fixed this. I agree with that. What's the classic statement? A sense of something and accomplishment? I don't know. Uh, pun- uh, yeah, well, it's the opposite <laughs> in this game. 
Well, that's what it is. They're, they're, they want to create a system so that players can have that sense of accomplishment. It's that classic yeah. EA line, the Star Wars. Yeah, line. that's right. I remember that it. too, but I don't remember the quote. Uh, there was a surprise Dami game announced today, uh, Switch exclusive. Disgaea 6 was announced as a Switch exclusive. Which is very surprising to me. The series has always been very closely associated with PlayStation. Uh, the first several uh, entries in that series were PlayStation exclusives. But that's cool. It's, uh, I'm, I'm happy to have uh, the sixth entry in the Disgaea series. They're all very samey, but they're spaced enough apart that by the time a new entry rolls around, I feel like diving back into the most insane turn-based uh, strategy game series out there. The only uh, other thing I'll say about it is that there's a trailer um, and they've switched from 2D sprites to 3D graphics. And I don't know how I feel about that. The game has always had really very, very lovely 2D sprites. Uh, another game that was surprised announced today on Switch was Ori and the Will of the Wisp. It's out today. Which I think is awesome. Yes, yeah. it's out. Are you That's sure this cool. guy got announced? I didn't see that. That might have been something you dreamed. Yeah. It was absolutely announced. All right. Switch exclusive. Because sometimes Damon comes on the show and he's like, did you guys see this guy at six? And we're like, that didn't happen yet, man. <laughs> I've never said that before. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Hades is the other game uh, that I want to check out. Yeah, people it's were flipping out about that game. Well, what's what's the attraction there? It's super giant. That's um, super giant. So Bastion, Transistor, Pyre, but a lot of people don't. They'll, Pyre they'll is so good. I can't believe. I know, but people tend to forget about it. Yeah, I know. Which one is Pyre? Uh, it was the one I can't even. It like defies description. Is it's it the basketball little, game? It's the basketball yeah. game. Okay, <laughs> it's a lot of. Which, it's also kind of a visual novel. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. The the thing that I found most interesting about Pyre, sorry, Damon, was uh, that you can't lose. There's no game over. You're going through these basically fantasy basketball matches, like fantasy sports, meaning fantasy with like centaurs and shit, and like. But if you lose the matches, you're trying to win your way out of hell. But the game never ends. It just incorporates those losses into the narrative. And like then you, you know, you get to do a rematch and then you develop rivalries and like the game just flows and changes based off the matches you win and lose, which is like mind blowing. Like I've never seen a video game do anything like that before. So cool. Yeah, so I need to check out Hades. I actually don't know much about it. I believe it's roguelike. Uh, then yeah, IGN gave it, it a nine, a nine, an amazing out of 10 today. So I'll check that out. Uh, anything other else important from Nintendo today? No, no. <laughs> okay. Then let's move on to what we've been playing. I'm sure oh, everyone knows yes. what I've been playing. Yes. Donkey Kong country two got announced for the, oh, the, yeah. the virtual console. Well, that's cool. That was, a part of, that was a part of the direct today, but that is cool. And then also that Mario's Picross. And Mario's Picross, which is a really weird game that's I never come see out there. Yeah. It's, it's coming to the Switch Hey, hey well, hold on. It's, it's, remember, it's not motion, it's not touch controlled or anything. It's just a Super Nintendo port of the. That's fine. Yeah. But, okay. but I don't know what that'll be like with a controller. I only played Picross with a controller already. Yeah. Oh, really? I liked yeah. it on 3DS and DS. Oh, I totally missed that. That's great. Yeah, it's yep. cool. But they won't, they, they usually don't translate those in any way. So there might be some Japanese menus that you have to look at. No big deal. Along with. Scat for an ES. Scat. Which I, I forget what yeah. Scat stands for. It's an acronym. I it's something it cats something. It's no. a game about cats. That no, it's not games. about that. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is absolutely has nothing to do with cats. Special cybernetic attack team. But they're You're cats, ruining though. it. <laughs> You're ruining it. <laughs> I like how uh, if there's, you know, there's just your average regular ordinary everyday cybernetic attack teams but this one 
This one is special. Special. (laughs) Tina, what have you been playing? In preparation for this uh, question, I was going to make a joke about how I've been playing a, a sim game. Um, but no, I'm just moving a lot. So I get off work and I immediately go and work on my new house. So that's, that's what I've been playing life stuff, the game of life. (laughs) Well, that could be kind of like a Tetris sort of game, trying to unpack boxes, get boxes to fit. Exactly. I played games like that. Mm -hmm. Unpacking. I can't wait for it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, I'm doing that now. (laughs) Justin, you got a Lord of the Rings online update for us. No, I don't think I've played in the last week, or maybe I have a little. Um, I, <laughs> I've Are also you not in Moria. I'm not in Moria yet. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm pretty sure I'm never <laughs> gonna make it to Moria at this point. Um, I we subscribe to a free month of HBO Max, so every evening okay. I've been watching a different DC movie, and they're all terrible. Wait, they're terrible. Watch, you could watch Shazam. It's it's good. Shazam. Sh- Shazam. Good. I, so I watched Shazam on an airplane, and it's really good. But I watched Justice League, and it's terrible. And I watched um, Suicide Squad. It's it's even worse. Um, and, and then I think the perfect airplane movie, and that's yeah. it. Is my yeah. opinion. <laughs> uh, I ha- the one video game I've been playing is I'm playing through Lego Harry Potter with my daughter, that's and um, she loves it. Absolutely loves it. And like I thought, I thought like Mario Odyssey was a big hit with her, but like she's kind of obsessed with Lego Harry Potter now. And it's like perfect because you get to do really really cool stuff in that game just by kind of like holding down like the build mm-hmm. button and everything swirls all around and goes crazy. So um, yeah. forgot. Oh. I actually am playing a game. Oh, it's too Scrabble late. We've moved go. on. <laughs> <laughs> Scrabble. Fair go. That wasn't a good one anyway. Yeah. I like uh, someone recommended it to me just to play uh, and I've gotten very addicted and I'm playing like 30 simultaneous games now. That's how, that's nice. how it goes. Wait, is that any different from Words with Friends? Not really. If I, because it's been a long time since I played Words with Friends, but I think it's basically the same structure. Um, wait, I was going to ask. Oh yeah, Justin, does your uh, does your daughter know a lot about Harry Potter? No, and I, I I may have mentioned this before on Scoop, but like a really observation about kids as they get older is how they come at franchises from weird directions. Like mm-hmm. the Harry Potter games follow the story of the movie, but like not really. Like you know, it's skipping ahead entire chapters. So I'm having to like explain to her what's going on. It's like, okay, he's a wizard and now he's going to this wizard school. And like, it's the same with star Wars. Like the way that she comes at these franchises is from like really odd directions. Um, No, no, no. doesn't know anything at all about Harry Potter. Yeah. (laughs) Except this video game is the first exposure to it. Yeah. The Lego games are all really good. She only wants to play as Ron because there's a button that you can take out Ron's rat. And then the rat gets to (laughs) bustle around. More nice. games should have a rat button. Rat button. Uh, press, press Y to rat. <laughs> Sam, are you still playing Avengers? No, I'll show you what I'm playing. Okay. I just unboxed the Stranger it, Things pinball machine. Stranger Things? Which one? Yeah, I can't. Let me Is try that to the get very it. end? Yeah, yeah. Let me try to get in there. Can we do it? <clears throat> yeah, that's it. It's on the end. You can't really see it, but you will see it because I'm going to do a video on it for IGN. So let me get back in frame here. Um, cool. When that happens, uh, it's pretty cool. It has a, um, a, a a cool thing that it does where um, it has like a projector in it and it projects from like where your flippers are into the game onto a screen. And the screen is like a little movie screen and um, it projects, uh, 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 you know, like different scenes onto it or it can project onto the targets of the game itself that could say like, 
you know, get out or something like that. And then they change to a warning. And so the actual values change and like the targets themselves have a little projection on them. It's really, it's a cute little gimmick. And then sometimes when you're playing the whole game just shuts down and then you're in the upside down and it goes all purple and it has like all this like sparkliness and stuff and it's all purple. And like, there's only a few shots that are like possible to hit at the time and stuff. It's pretty neat. So stranger things, pinball is what I've been doing the most of. And I am really, really excited to play 20 stars or shine sprites each of all the Mario games. And I believe my uh, copy of Super Mario 3D All-Stars will be getting here either today or tomorrow. Why are you going to do 20 stars each? Because that's what I always say. I'm like, I'm, I'm 100% this game. It's going to be so great. It's going to be just like I'm a kid again. And I'm like, I'm not going to 100% this game. I got a million games to play for work. Yeah. Maybe um, over the years. I can't decide if I'm going to get that or not. What? I'm so, I'm so annoyed with how lazy Nintendo was about it. Yeah. Those are crazy. Yeah. It's such a you know, good, they're the best games. I, you just no, put them in your hands. Sam, I pointed this out. Think of how much love uh, and care and attention was put into the SNK 40th anniversary collection. It's like, why did that get so much more love and care than this, this Mario I collection? Man. I think rewind buttons are great. I think they could have put in, you know, historical features and everything, yeah. but uh, they didn't. And you still can play Super Mario Sunshine on your Switch. But it's just, it's just rude what Nintendo did. <laughs> it's just rude. <laughs> it's disrespectful uh, to Mario. <laughs> uh, I have been playing uh, a lot of another platformer, playing Splunky 2. Uh, and it is uh, fantastic, as you've probably heard. IGN gave it a 10 out of 10. Mitchell Salzman reviewed that for us. It'll be a long time before I uh, can sort of provide my own assessment whether or not I think it's a 10 out of 10 or uh, whether I think it's as good as the first one. But I'm totally uh, having a blast playing that every night. We put Kingo to bed. We make dinner, eat dinner, watch a couple episodes of Shit's Creek. And then it's Spelunky 2 time. And it's so great. Um, my first impression actually was I don't I don't know if I would say I was disappointed, but I was surprised at how similar it opens up to the first game. You're in caves. There's the snakes. There's the bats. There's the spiders. Uh, a lot of the same traps. But I think uh, as you as you move your way through the game, newer uh, more new elements start to appear. I've made it to three one, which no spoilers, but I think is a, a significant step in your path through Spelunky two. So. I love it. It takes me back to I. It, I've been playing the original Spelunky for so long, I'd forgotten what it feels like to be scared of it because I can just like fly yes. through the levels pretty quickly. But now, now I remember when I was playing uh, Spelunky for the first time, everything, every new area, a new yes. enemy, and obstacle you encounter like feels really dangerous, and you're scared. It's so to, like, cool that you're saying this. Yeah. I, I instructed the game help team today in our mm. big meeting we we're planning for the weekend, and they're like, you know, they, we have a great guide for that for Spelunky too. And they're like, you know, like what? They, none of them played it. And so I was like, hey, this is the deal with Spelunky. Uh, when you're playing Spelunky, it's just that thing. When you see something weird, you're like, what is what is that blue door? Yeah. You're like, well, I'm going to look it up. That's what a guide is for, for Spelunky. Is that like, yeah. like otherwise you're, you could be, because the thing is, it gets so tense. Because you're like, this is the first time I've been in the third level. The yeah. first time ever I've seen ice. So I really want to not screw this up. And then the second and third time you're there, you're like, okay, I really don't want to screw it up. I should know better by now. So you got to like kind of learn all the permutations. Yeah. That's really funny. It's total fear. Yeah. Terrifying game. <laughs> the farther, further along you make it through the game, the, the more, the more scared you become. That horrible really crumbling death sound. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. The music is great too. I love it. Um, oh, good. 
But I wanted to ask you guys, it, since uh, it, it's the latest to get a 10 out of 10 from IGN in a year that uh, has seen a lot of 10 out of 10s after, 20, after 2019 saw zero, what was the last game you played that was a 10 out of 10 to you, mm. Tina? Um, and I bet I, know, I bet I know what you'll say. What do you think? Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes. <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> Which we actually gave that game a 10 out of 10, yeah, so yeah. it was very appropriate. Um, but yeah, that, that's the kind of game that, you know, the kind of games that stick with you for a while that you can even beyond playing, but that while you're playing um, are something that you can spend lots and lots of time in. Uh, that's definitely a 10 out of 10 experience. Hmm. Justin, how about you? Good question. I did really, really. Online? No, no, no. <laughs> not, like that is a game. That game is like a six out of 10, but it's just tailor made <laughs> for me. Um not spirit fair because as good as that game is that's more like eight out of ten nine out of ten territory it's still my game of the year candidate maybe god of war yeah like i have nothing negative to say about that loved it maybe <laughs> maybe factorio on the computer is like the world's <laughs> it's like it's like spelunky is for you it's like couldn't be more of a justin game yeah one of the one of those two sam how about you no uh, no question if it's recency it's red dead 2 so I think about that game frequently. Like I really, really think about like how that world was something where I could not wait to leave the real world and just go walk around mountains or grass or explore or talk to people, which I normally don't like doing in games. It's just, I, I just think about it all the time. I wish I could wipe my mind and, and play it again. And of course, before that, it was Breath of the Wild. Ghost of Tsushima was pretty close too. Ghost of Tsushima is, is amazing. Uh, my favorite game of the year so far. But yeah, I agree. I'd probably give it a nine, which we also did. Um, <laughs> that brings us to video game 20 questions. Our suggestion this week comes from Connor from Barrie, Ontario, Ontario, Canada. And he has a question before we get to his suggestion. He says, I recently turned 20 and have some financial independence from my parents since I moved away to go to university studying genetics and biochemistry, if you were curious. This means that for the first time ever, I was able to be a part of a console's launch. That's right, I was lucky enough to secure a PS5 pre-order. I was wondering what the first console launch was that each of you got to take part in, and what games you picked up with your console. Thanks for the great shows every week. Wait, wait this isn't video game 20 questions. This is just a que question. I, I said he had a question before oh, we okay, took a okay. suggestion. So yeah, like, you know, like we had like, uh, a lot of us had the NES growing up, but like I didn't get it at launch. Like, what was the first console that you got at launch? Yeah. Well, first off, happy birthday. Um, and second off, for me, yeah. yes, exactly. Um, for me, it was the Wii, and it wasn't actually one that I participated in, as he put it, but hmm. uh, my brothers bought it for me as a gift because it came right around, I'm a November baby, so it came right around uh, the time of my birthday, so it was pretty well-timed. And I think they, I can't really recall, but I think they just got me the you know, standard, here's how to test out the Wii, you know, Wii games. <laughs> well, it came with Wii Sports, right? Exactly, yeah. Those were really hard to get at launch for a long time. Yeah, seriously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a complicated one, but they nailed it. Sam, mine, you remember mine was we also like I never had oh. a game a system at launch. I uh, I remember getting a GameCube a year in because there was nothing to get for it. I remember getting uh, playing Nintendo sixty four Mario sixty four at friends' houses until I got one when Ocarina came out. And before that, like I wasn't even aware of a Super Nintendo launch or a NES launch. So yeah, the Wii was absolutely one that I was focused on. I waited at Walmart, 
And um, it was kind of funny. I've told the story about how you, they walk you through like a line and they make you buy a bunch of, well, they don't make you buy anything. They're like, you can buy all these other products with yeah. it. And during pre-ordering yesterday, I saw a little bit of frenzy around like pre-ordering controllers and games. I was like, you guys don't have to worry about that. Those are going to be everywhere at lunch. Yeah. It's the consoles that are hard to get. Yeah, it's true. And boy, I played Twilight Princess all night that night, you know, <laughs> until, I, until I collapsed. Justin? Um, I definitely had... I. I, well, I have two answers. I had a Nintendo 64 at launch, or like that Christmas. It was a November launch, and like had Mario 64 right, you know, right then in that first quarter. But I would have been 11 or 12, so it was a, it was a gift. And the first console that I personally participated in was the GameCube. Me and my friends went mm-hmm. out at midnight and bought one from a, I think you know, I think a Walmart or somewhere, and went back and um and played Super Monkey Ball all night long. Yeah. And then um, Smash Brothers and Pikmin, maybe Pikmin was, but Smash was not a launch game. It came three or four weeks later. And so, you know, then we played Smash in December, but not not that launch night. We had a sleepover and played Monkey Target all night long. I love Monkey Target. Yep. Uh, GameCube was also the first console that I got at launch. Launch day, which I believe was a Sunday in North America, a friend and I went to a Best Buy. And it wasn't a midnight launch thing, but it was like first thing that they, op- they opened at like 9 a.m. or whatever. Uh, there was a little short line I remember waiting in, but we got a console, no problem. I think, unfortunately, I got the purple one, which I was like, I didn't really want the purple one. Uh, but I got Rogue Squadron and Tony Hawk 3. So nice. yeah, we, we went home, like, just played all day. We were home by, like, 10 a.m. Yeah. Okay, that brings us... Do you ever think ahead. about what your life was like where you could just... You had all day? All day to just, like, do... I know. Just I mean, do whatever. It's unbelievable. I mean, <laughs> I still had all that time until like about a year ago. Yeah. Okay. Uh, good point. Yeah. I just, it's it, such a, it's just such a foreign concept of just to wake up and have nothing to do. <laughs> That's not happened to me in seven years now. Anyway, yeah, well, no comment. another, <laughs> another 13 years or so. You'll have all that time back. Yeah. Uh, Connor from Barrie, Ontario, Canada. Uh, he uh, has provided me his suggestion. So let the questioning begin. Does this game I think we've s- done enough for him already, honestly. <laughs> That's a good point. Does this game have snow in it? Hmm. Hmm. Hold, please. I do. Does it a snow level? I don't know. I don't care that much. <laughs> okay. It might not have levels. A snow globe. I do not think there is snow in this game. We're going to go with the no. It's not a Mario game. Did Mario Sunshine have snow? It'd be difficult. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, is this a game? Did this, uh, is this on Switch? No. It's console exclusive? Like yes. one of yes. the consoles? Yep, it was a console exclusive. Is it on odd Nintendo system? No. Is it on a Sony system? Yes. That's five. Hmm. Is it uh, on contemporary Sony systems? Uh, Is there more than one contemporary Sony system? I think they're still supporting the Vita. Can that be true? Is this on the PS4? It is playable on the PS4. I hate that answer. Okay. Situation or a next in the series situation. I'm yeah. guessing. Right. 
support situation. Yeah, I think it's just a backwards compatible game. So is this a PS3 game? Like, was it originally released it on originally? PS3? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, great. So I guess you can play this on a bunch of... But was it originally we're released there, on the PS2? Was it originally released on the PS2? Yes. Okay. There we go. So a PS2 game, was this made, uh, and it's an exclusive, is this uh, published by uh, Sony? Yes. Okay, okay. Does this have a character in uh, PlayStation's, PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale? Yes, that's 10. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, How do you well, know that off the top of your head? I don't do know I anybody that? that's in that game. <laughs> <laughs> what if it is that game? Maybe that's why he was so fast. <laughs> I remember Big Daddy was in it, but yeah, it's like, you know, it's like Sly and Ratchet and Clank and stuff. Is Crash in it? I don't think Crash? I I don't think I ever actually played that game. It was played next to me a lot yeah. in the office. I don't know that I ever picked up the controller and tried Kratos, it. Kratos, Drake, all those people. So it could be God of War. Well, iconic ones, yeah. Um, is, is it part of a current ongoing series? Yes. So something that would have had a recent release or will be releasing soon. Is this a, is this a God of War game? Yes. <laughs> oh, we did it. Is, it. is this the first game in a series? Yep. Is it God of War? <laughs> it is. 14 questions. Wow, we did really good that time. Yeah. There we very did. quickly. I do want to concede defeat, by the way. We, put, we sent it up to the commission. Yep. And I'll, and uh, although opinions were mixed, it was not That's a unanimous true. it was not a unanimous vote, but That's the commission true. did render its verdict that uh, I did just cheat. <laughs> <laughs> just absolutely <laughs> cheated last week. But so. I, I think that we would have gotten there regardless, so that feels like it counts. The it's issue funny. the issue that the that the fans identified is that in Justin's brain he had a different game a different that was name. wrong. That's true. But yeah. you yeah. didn't. You had a different game. You yeah, had but a we right game. We would have had to have brain consensus. <laughs> <laughs> you also oh. had a few questions left you could have used. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my god, don't rub that in. <laughs> so I, not uh, the time. Well, that feels like that feels like bonus points we can we can account for in the win. In order to protect the sanctity of you know twenty questions, I respect the commission's decision and uh, concede <laughs> concede defeat to Damon, that's my right. opponent. That's very um, that's very big of you. I know. Right, Damon and I will accept the wins. <laughs> so in this case, we won and you lost. Okay. Yeah, it's the first split decision. That's <laughs> totally fair. It's the I, like it, it legitimately in my heart of hearts feels like a Berenstein, Berenstein Bears situation because that GameCube game in my head that's a Wii game. Like I don't know, I like I'm still confused about it. Like it's re- it's very odd. Shake it, shake it. <laughs> I never played that game. It's um, great. You, you can borrow it. It's as, it's as good as the Boy and His Blob game on Wii, which is to also say, never played that cool one. Platformer exploration yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, the original God of War is 2005, and it's playable on PlayStation now. And we've PS4. definitely had that on 20 Questions before. Probably three times. It's possible. Nobody knows. Anything, anything's possible. We're out of video games. <laughs> I think we've done Alan Wake three times. <laughs> well, there's only, we only go through 20 games. We just cycle them over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Thank you for the suggestion. Connor from Barry, Ontario, Canada. Always... Uh, Trips me up that Canada, you have to say three things to, to say where people are from. Uh, if you have your own suggestions, viewers and listeners, send them to me Wait. at what? Why? Barry, Ontario, Canada. 
Yeah, that's like saying San Francisco, California, United States. Yeah. We don't say that. I think We've Ontario. You no, here. you don't say that. That's the point. Ontario yeah. it strongly implies Canada. Well, he typed out Barry, Ontario, Canada. Because that's he's talking to it. you, a U.S. resident. Yeah. Got it. Oh, so, no, I, I'm not in Ontario, Canada. I'm in Ontario, Brazil. <laughs> hey, there's a De- I found out there's a Detroit, uh, Oregon this week, so. <laughs> I live in Detroit. <laughs> Uh, remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. That is all the scoops that we have for you this week. I, last week, I said maybe next week we'll be talking about PlayStation 5 price and release date. And we did. Oh, you called it. You invoked it. I called it. it. Mm-hmm. I invoked it. I did. Thank you to Justin, down. Sam, and Tina. Thank you to Red, working behind the scenes, who was so amazing with all that B-roll. Although he couldn't find the Disgaea 6 trailer. Because maybe it didn't get announced. <laughs> maybe it's all in your head. Are you gaslighting me? On I, think, I think Tina live confirmed it. I was I was frantically texting her to make sure Damon was okay. Okay. Norm, yeah. Did Damon Part have a story? Our roundup, our roundup confirmed it. I read it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we'll workshop this in the postmort for this episode. We'll, re- <laughs> we'll revisit this. Uh, my name is Damon. This is IGN GameScoop, and we're out.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.